All right. All right, mic check, mic check. Morning Masters Podcast, host man, of course. I got a special guest across me today, man. I got, I don't know if to call you a comedian, a rapper. You yeah. did a lot of things, man. I don't know yeah, what you man. what you going by these days. Um, Man, I'm just an entertainer. Just an entertainer. Entertainer. That's dope. That's his. Um, but you go by EJ the Comedian. Yeah, EJ, Comedian EJ Rogers. Got yeah. you, got you. Yeah. So um, before we get into the comedian part, um, tell me a little bit about yourself, like where you from, um, where you came up at. I'm from Augusta, Georgia. Um... I live I live a little bit of everywhere and that's how a lot of people know me from um elementary schools. Like I used to move around a lot, um, middle school and then I I moved away for like a year um, when I stayed in Jacksonville, Florida and then I ended up coming back when I was like I wanna say when I was like sixteen, seventeen and then I stayed down there at Sunset for a little while with my wild with my grandma. Then I moved to my daddy house on Millersville. And just God damn, right. Right. you moved a lot of places, bro. I, yeah. I, I got lost, bro. So you yeah. say you when, when you moved when you moved to Jacksonville? Um, when I was like fourteen or fifteen. Okay, and I was staying in Mount Zion then with my granny. Well, me and my mom, well, me and my brother and my brother, and we was like we used to just move around a lot because being right. evicted from, and not being able to make it. So sometimes we stayed with family members like my cousin. She used to stay up here. Um, I, I forgot what this neighborhood called right here, but. We should stay right there. We didn't stay at a couple places, man. Well, I guess you mentioned something. I wasn't gonna ask that question, but like, what was that like? Um, you know, you mentioned like the evictions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As a kid, um, how did uh, that make you feel? Did you feel like it was normal, abnormal? Um, I really didn't pay attention to it. I ain't, I ain't really noticed it until I got older. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that was like a. It was it was the norm for me. Honestly, for me and my brothers, basically, really, we was it was the normal. See, I never looked at it as if like this shouldn't happen or whatever. Just like we just moved nah, somewhere and, else. And that's what I'm saying. Like when I, when I got older, that's when I started realizing, like, dang, we shouldn't have did it. Like we that we weren't supposed to go through that. Yeah. But like my mama made it so she hit it so good to the point that we really didn't notice it. We just knew that we was either moving or we was gonna stay with a family member that we was close with or something like that. So. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to stay with my cousin Tammy, um, and my my cousin AJ. We used to, you know what I'm saying? We all used to be together. It was just the four of us all the time. Got you. So it was more like a family, tight knit family type of thing. So yeah. When I was um younger, I, I remember I went to Josie and I had hadn't seen this ever before. And we got the bus and you know and a lot of apartment complexes when they evict you. I guess mm-hmm. I never had that happen. So I don't know, but I'm just yeah. going based on what I saw. Um, lot your stuff just be on the front of the. Whatever is that? Like yeah, in the front, yeah. and I felt so bad because he got off the bus and his, all his stuff was on the front, like all his but stuff. That's the thing. We we always used to like get out before, like before that happened. We used oh, okay, to, okay. Like be able be to move before it, our stuff got put out. So we really didn't notice it. We just know our mom was like, "Well, we finna move here, or we finna go stay here." And then next thing you know, we was there, and ain't we? Most of the time, mom used to either let the furniture go or we'll put it in storage and then somehow the storage gets sold or whatever. Right. So, yeah. So, What's your schooling like? Like, what, what, um, what, what school you went to out here? Like, what you did? Um, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't went to Glen Hills. I don't went to Rollins. I don't went to Murphy. I don't went to Langford. I don't went to Glen Hills Middle, Glen Hills Elementary. Um, Cotton, I think that's the only school. I ain't never went to Collins, Morgan Road, or... Hexham. Oh, you went to every school? Just, you went to every yeah, just about, yeah. A-Brown, Mary, Willis Foreman. I done been all along. Did you uh, Did you go to high school down here at all? Mm-hmm. I ain't go to high school. I was uh, eighth grade dropout. Oh, so uh, I guess I have to get into that. Yeah. Um, there isn't a particular reason why, like, would you just, like, in the school or just moving too much, family issues? I, f- 
I feel like um, moving too much and me not really having to care for it. I, I really didn't. Even even then, like my behavior as far as like being fun in the classroom, that was always a problem. Like being disruptive. Um, not saying it was cool, but it was just I was just being me all the time. Like that's why that's how so many people know me or like. Like, I used to get bullied sometimes. Like, I used to get beat up and stuff like that. So, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> why, you, so, why you laughing? You, why you yeah, for real. Like, for real, for real. Like, I used to get bullied and stuff. You know, like, I was going to laugh. I, was, I didn't mean to yeah. laugh at you like that. I'm no, just, you good. You good, man. Like, <laughs> but, but wow, like, what you get bullied for? If, you, yeah, um, if you're the funny person, you normally the funny person the bully. Man, listen. I used to get bullied because I was either musty or my teeth was, like, my teeth ah. was cracked. They used to call me Chip Skylark. They used to call me. Um, they used to. They, they used to smile. They used to pick like the smallest stuff. They used to call me Mister Rogers Neighborhood, and I like. And then on top of that, I was on, I was on Ritland and Adderall. So sometimes like it didn't really phase me. Like um, I remember one year like, I was in third grade. I took Adderall the whole year. That was the only year that I passed, um, and went to the next grade. So. You was on Adderall just just to be on. Uh uh-uh. uh, um, my behavior, because they so were trying to find something wrong with you. Yeah, and you just wanted to be funny, or yeah. you just was trying to. Yeah, they was trying to they was trying to um contain our behavior, me and my brothers. Would you say like, because I, I know a lot of people that was funny in in school or just act out in school. Mm-hmm. Was do you think part of your acting out came from uh some kind of void you were trying to fill with mm-hmm. your home situation or just having, like your attention at home, or? not having cable, um looking at TV and going. Looking at TV and then going to school, repeating them lines, like looking at Martin, like stuff like that. It was just, that's just what what I did. Like me and my brothers, that's what all we did. Like we get home, either look at Martin or put it on life and stuff like that. So. You older or younger? I'm the oldest. Okay, out of so me and my three brothers. So you the then, leader? Yeah. And then like my, my daddy, he's married. So I got stepbrothers too. Gotcha. So in all, it's like seven, eight. I want, I want seven or eight. Us. I don't, sometimes I be forgetting. Cause um <laughs> how, how like my I got another brother his name Tay that's my blood brother but my other four siblings is Darrell Kim T C Marcus and then it's him and then it's us three so it's eight of us yeah okay yeah. Yeah. we'll check the math later on I, it's, yeah it's a lot of numbers you just told me I ain't gonna lie yeah, I ain't gonna count I'm gonna just go with what you're telling me yeah seven to eight we'll go with that that's yeah, a good that's eight, a good, that's a good eight, definition yeah, man. um but the 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 the, the bullying part like. Um, how did you combat that? Like, would you fight a lot or did you? No, I ain't, I ain't fight. I used to get beat up. They used to try try to jump me. <laughs> so, like, that's just real talk, man. Like, I don't forget, man. Like, dudes, so, dudes so, used to be mad that I made their girlfriend laugh and stuff like that. It would be ah, stuff like that. Okay. And then, like, next thing you know, I'm in a fight for no reason at all. And I'm like, I don't even know what I did. You know what I'm saying? I see you joke about a lot of like a lot of stuff too, like in your comedy. So I wonder now if there's any of that is like just coming from experience. But and I hate to bring this up because it's so mm-hmm. old now, and I'm done talking. I know everybody done talking about it, but yeah, I have to bring up the Will Smith thing because that's kind of what happened. Like you yeah. kind of say you kind of can say Will Smith kind of bullied Chris Rock because you yeah. kind of knew he wasn't yeah, gonna fight yeah, back yeah, anyway. Yeah. But like, like I guess for you being a comedian, what's your thoughts on on that? Um, especially with, I guess with your lifestyle when you were younger. Um. Sometimes a joke can go too far for somebody. You can just push, just the wrong thing can push somebody. You never know, like, you, you, it's sometimes it's cool to joke, but sometimes it ain't. But, you know what I'm saying? It was more embarrassment for her, even though she have done certain things that she shouldn't have did to make Will look bad. But Will, 
he just went too far. You know what I'm saying? Trying to prove his love. Like, on fire heart. <laughs> yeah, every night. I, <laughs> I got to fight. Every night to prove my love. That's funny. <laughs> Yo, what's yeah. up with you, bro? Yeah, That's man. funny because I ain't hear anybody spinning like that yet. Yeah, man. That's funny. Um, yeah, I, I just wondered that because you yeah. said the, but the bullying, but the bullying part and um, yeah, things of that nature. So, I guess I want to get into, too, like, kind of like um, your, your story. So, what I can say, for me at least, um, I remember being Claire's day this one random day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you had going on, but you had messaged me and you was like, yo, I'm trying to get on a podcast. I'm like, okay, who is this nigga right here? I don't know him. Yeah. I didn't know you yet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then the next week, lo and behold, I see you on Slim Podcast. I said, yo, yeah. that same person hit me up. Yeah. So he was telling me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I um I watched it. And I thought, like, he's funny for real, you know? Yeah. And then normally like in podcasters since at least, like if somebody else get, get, a, get a guest, I typically don't get that guest for a while. Like I try to, wait a long time before I get them again mm-hmm. or I just kind of wait around till the time permits for us to get together because I hate to do a podcast after somebody done did one because yeah. I feel like you're kind of mimicking it or mm-hmm. you just asking questions to be have it better and I ain't, I ain't into all that. Yeah. But then I watched a lot of things you were doing afterwards and I wasn't sure what you did because you, you, had, you had rap videos. Yeah. You would do some skits here and there yeah. and then the biggest thing I seen at least after the interview which is funny mm-hmm. um, because it kind of like happened very quickly where now everybody was just tagging you and, and hitting you up and all that because y'all had the um, loving Love hip hop, yeah. um, Augusta, I guess you would call it. Yeah. So I guess before we get into anything, tell me a little about that, like how that come about. Um, it actually, um, okay, in the beginning, me, Reese had said something. We were, we was hanging around Jazz J Paul. Um, Reese had mentioned something to her, him about doing Augusta loving hip hop, but. Um, Jazz, Jazz J. Powell was like, nah, man, I don't, I don't really do sitcoms or a series like that. So then he had another artist. Her name is Charlotte Star. And just so happened, I guess, you know what I'm saying, they thought the same. And next thing you know, she was like, Jazz, what you think about um, doing uh, Love & Hip Hop Augusta? And you know what I'm saying, we can make it a parody, like make it funny. And then he was like, no, I, don't, I ain't really with it. And she was like, well, shoot. Um, he was like, well, if you pay, well, she was like, well, I pay for it. So then next thing you know, he was like, well, you, he said, I help you do it. Um, I film it, but I'm not, I don't want no part of it. So yeah, I never knew he had a partner at all. Yeah. So just now. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, he was, um, filming or whatever. So then, um, Shaw, she came to me and she was like, well, EJ, what you think about helping me? I was like, yeah, let's do it like that. So then we went from there. Now, um, being that I mentioned Reese. She didn't, you know what I'm saying? She she had mentioned it to him one time, and then that was just that. Yeah. But like I said, her and Shaw, they end up thinking the same. And Shaw had said something to him, pitched the idea. So next thing I know, we start writing it out. We start picking all these characters and start writing like what what she started writing the characters and telling. And I was just improvising and putting Had my little funny piece, to it. Yeah. Pieces. What made her reach out to you though? Like, um, like how, was, how, how did they know about studio. you? Yet? We was at his studio because what, what I were was, you doing though? Um, Jazz, he was shooting a movie called Bros, and I just was hanging around his studio because okay. in the beginning his studio was his house was a, um like a little studio spot gotcha. for like recording music, taking pictures, shooting scenes here and there, and he was um he was doing these things called newbie vet. These yeah, yeah, I seen those. Okay, so he um. He had told me, he was like, hey, man, I'm thinking about shooting a movie. Do you want to party? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So then, next thing you know, when I was over there, just so happened, she ended up, you know what I'm saying, seeing me. And that's how me and her, and she asked me to go on one of her songs. So after that, a couple months later, that's when the idea got pitched. 
Then next thing you know, that's when we threw it out. That's when the flight had got made, and we threw it out there. And then people thought we was playing, and we was casting for it for real. So next thing you know, when we got had people um, like actually sending in the audition tapes, that's when we had uploaded. Well, that's why I went live. Yeah, and I remember had that. The yeah. photo shoot and all that. And then that's when it went to 100,000 views. And then next thing you know, we was like, okay, what now? We didn't have no shows filmed. We had no shows filmed, no nothing. So we just threw it out there. So the next thing you know, everybody was like asking for, like, where's it? And before I know it, I had thousands of people, hundreds of people, like, in my inbox asking me, how can I get on the show and all this kind of stuff. That's dope. That's dope. Like, how did you feel when it happened? Like, was it? Um, I kind of felt like, Okay, that's what's up. And then I was like, well, dang, didn't nobody believe it? Didn't nobody believe it? So that's when we had already had to set people, but certain people on the cast was falling off. Right. So we ended up picking some more people throughout. That would be considered somewhat like a viral moment for like yeah, for y'all yeah. because oh, yeah. it wasn't just people in the, in the area. It was people outside the area in Georgia, outside of Georgia. I wanted yeah, to see it, it was well. people in the jailhouse. It, had, it, it even had got back to a moment, Scott. I heard and that, yeah. So... Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I want to stay in that for a little bit before I move on. Like, yeah. I, I do know y'all, y'all ended up doing some shows. Yeah, we um, epi- how many episodes did y'all put out? I only uh-huh. seen two. Um, at the time, why you think about that? At the time, I had Fire Nice, and mm-hmm. we was me and Carlton was put um putting out the episodes every week. We had uh Shar, and don't she had a boyfriend or husband or something like that? Who? Is that her? Shar- it was a, it was a couple on the show, a couple. Yeah. No, Sharmika and okay. Ron. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you talking about. I don't know the people name. He yeah, knew yeah. them, so I kind of got them from them. Yeah, and um, they came on, and that's the people he chose to have to represent the show. Yeah, and they talked about it, and it was like kind of like premiering this day, just yeah, make yeah. sure dropping every this. I remember watching the first two episodes, and then I just I don't know. I didn't see people sharing as much yeah. as I I would have thought because it was like it was drama behind the scenes. And on like when the shows was gonna get dropped, why is it ain't in order? It it was it was on both parties though. The 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 people who was writing it and creating it and the people behind the scenes as far as like shooting, yeah. showing up, being late, um, egos, pride, it's, it was just so much stuff going on behind it. Like even though it was supposed to be a comedy, it was even though it was supposed to be a parody. Do you feel like um this one of them situations where people looked at this as like kinda of like a big break and just kinda of- um, that kind of it, messed it, it up a little bit. It could have been a bit break for all of us if we would have just stuck together. Well, we, what about you, like personally, like you, like what, what part do you think you played in it? Um, because if you talk about it, I know mm-hmm. people might see that part, and I don't want them yeah. to think that you just saying oh, no, it was no. this. I'm it was just, this. Like I'm, I'm one, like I'm an honest dude, man. I ain't go cut no corners about it. Like, um, as far as my end, I say as far as like. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm. I'm logical when right. it comes to things. I'm. I'm. I'm go. You know what I'm saying? Give it a fair chance to communicate because I look at any opportunity to be on TV or any opportunity to be out, put out to the public, and have those views. I'm, I want to try to hold it. I want right. to try to keep it together. So therefore, it was like um, it was situations where I was told I'm being too much on the. I'm on the screen too much, and I'm on every episode. But I was like, well, shoot, I, I stepped back that that one episode, and when I stepped back, when I took that step back, it was like, y'all can, you know what I'm saying, y'all can have it. And then after that, like, y'all, I was like, what the other shows? <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know that I mean? people wanted to see, they wanted to see the funniness. Like, I think yeah, it, it, the, 
I seen like to me that's when I first kind of knew who you were. Yeah. So the, the part I knew the part the easier I knew was more so the comedian side anyway. Yeah, I seen the music afterwards when obviously once you started like once. Once everything went viral for y'all, so that mm-hmm. episode you had with Slim Cat popping up my feet, and then also like any music you were doing, yeah, and I was like okay, I didn't know he rapped, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah. you know, whatever, I listened to it. Yeah. Um, better comedian to me, but you know, yeah. neither here nor there. You're not a bad rapper though, but yeah. um, yeah. When I saw it, I was like, all right, well, he just must trying to try. He had it all things. So, mm-hmm. well, I know you when you first started, you say he was an entertainer, but mm-hmm. is it one of them things where you kind of you entertain, you do a, a bunch of things, whatever stick up you gonna go with, or you kind of like full um, throttle with, with comedy? Um, like I've been doing music since I was. I've been writing music since I was fifteen. I didn't record nothing until I was eighteen, and even then, like, um, my music at the time I thought it was fire. Like, nobody can tell me nothing. <laughs> but throughout the years, I started to see that I really wasn't a good rapper. What, what, what made you, what made like, you I'm, think I'm, that? Like, I'm just cutthroat, man. I'm, I'm honest. Like, I go back and listen to the stuff that I put out and, that I put out when I first started. I was like, I would not listen to me now. I wouldn't. <laughs> I used to, like, take my songs to work, let people listen to them. And then, you know how somebody listens to your stuff? And they're like, yeah, okay. Then I thought it was fine, but now I see like, nigga, why didn't you just tell me? <laughs> like, why you didn't just tell me, man? And bro, like, when I when I now that I I'm, it's like now I do it like I'm talking, right? So I do it effortlessly now. You know, what I'm saying? I don't know how to say that word effortlessly. F4, I'm, I don't know. I can't effortlessly. Yeah, it. I yeah. do it like that now. There but then, man, I suck. But I was. But me writing so much and me going so much and doing it over and over and over and over and over and over, like, it made me better. Even though I had this mindset that I was five, but it was just me wanting to be better at everything right. that I do. So, therefore, that's what pushed me. And, like, like I was telling um, my wife today, I used to go to the studio when I had eviction notice on, no, on my door. I was still going every day. Well, not every day, but every time I got paid, I go to the studio. Even though if the song was wet, if the song wasn't finished, I still kept going. But like I said, that made me a better artist. Um, and then, like as far as like the comedy, comedy didn't get introduced to me to, uh, until like five years ago, when I um, I ran into Marcus Hawkins, and he was like, "Man, why don't you come do comedy?" I was like, "All right, then, cool." And then, <laughs> was like, that easy? Yeah. <laughs> Because he was like, man, you funny. He said, man, you need to be on the stage. So at the time, I wasn't really taking it serious. I just went up stage, went on the stage and freestyled some. And um, it was a competition. And um, I remember Randy Sky, she had won it. But I had came in third place, but that was my first time actually. Never doing anything. Yeah. So then um, a couple years later, it was a situation called That's My Comic on Washington Road um, at a place named Chevy's. Okay. And they had a competition, and like it would be every Tuesday, they had like ten or eleven comments. They come up, they they make a con- well, they make jokes about the subject that they was given. Ah, and okay, I would okay. Keep, I would keep going like every Tuesday. So um, I done did it with well, comedian Cedric. He was the host for it, and um, Holt the Holt the comedian. He was on there. Um, comedian Justin Combs was on there. To, um, T. Rich was on there, Mr. Yeah, Fire, a couple of people, man. Like they, that's just who who I was. That's why I was learning comedy from. Right, right. And um, 
through through that time, like that was before loving hip hop, and then I had laid off for it, and then I started hitting open mics here and there. I started hitting open mics here and there, and I really, I really was just getting my feet wet with it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't taking it serious like how I am now. But it was like, okay, well, I do com- comedy and music. And com- Holt, the comedian, he told me, he was like, man, you going to have to pick one. But then again, I was just feeling like, well, like, Jamie Foxx do it. You know what I'm saying? He do music and comedy, so why I can't? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I think to pick one is it's kind of like a small mindset. You can you can definitely do two. Yeah. But I do think you got to, like, be able to marry one in yeah. order to, you know what I'm saying? And then to make the other on your side a little bit. You feel me? Yeah, you, I, knew, I wasn't <laughs> going to say it, but, you know, that's, but that's, that's he, you saying um, that. But he was like, but if you want to get better, hope the community told me, if you want to get better, you got to really put your effort into it. And then I just shrugged it off like, eh, whatever. I'm keep doing this music. I'm keep hitting these open mics. But then I ran it like a couple years later. I ran into Cookie Hole. Now the first time I met Cookie Hole, she, I offended her. Like we we went to um, it was called a spot called Private Eye. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, a lot of comedy was Jokers. It was called Jokers, and she was on on stage and she was performing. But it was like only like three people in there, and I'm looking around. I'm like. Like, I said, you a comedian? She was like, yeah, I'm a comedian. Nigga, what you is? Like that. I said, I'm a comedian too. She said, oh, yeah? Well, come on up here. Come on stage. So me not knowing, like, that's total disrespect because the she up there talking. Right. And she's still putting on a show regardless on how many people in the room. No matter what time it is, she's still up there performing. So she brought me on stage. She said, hey, come on. Come on up here. You want to you wanna joke? She went and got everybody from the back. <laughs> and I'm standing there like... I ain't have no material written, no nothing. And I said, I said, oh, um, uh, you want to be a man? I said some junk like that. She said, oh, that was supposed to be funny. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I sat down. So then I was like, look, I, I went up to her. Like, I'm, I'm that type of dude, man. Like, if I say something wrong to you, if I, if I feel like, if I, if your action, if your reaction is giving me the vibe that I said something wrong to you, I'm the type of dude, like, I come talk to you, I'll let you about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't no confrontation person. Because, like, when I used to get bullied, I didn't fight good. So I just, you know what I'm saying? I keep like. You did that. fight back, though, right? No, nah, but look, though, that ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I ran a couple of times. Like, I just, I, I ain't never been that type of person. That's why I stay looking good. good because I don't like fighting. I don't. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. That's yeah, man. Good. <laughs> it's just real talk. So I went and talked to her. I was like, look, I said, I apologize, man. I ain't. I ain't mean no harm, but I ain't no use performing because I ain't never seen nobody performing a crowd with just two or three people in here. I ain't never seen that. And she was like, nah, you good. So then she was like, what's your name? I was like, foolish. She said, yeah, you got to change that. I said, why? She was like, because it's another comedian named Foolish in Detroit. I was like, okay. I don't care about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, I ain't give a damn. So then um, she was like, no, nah, you should change your name to that boy. I was like, well, I do got another name. She was like, what is it? I was like, that boy foolish. She was like, no, you need to just (laughs) cut the foolish. (laughs) Take it out. (laughs) Yeah. So then a couple years later, next thing you know, I talked to Sir Cedric, and he tell me, hey, man, you know, the dude named Foolish, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he, you know what I'm saying? He reached out. It's, It's two other comedians named Foolish. I was like, well, shit, I do music and, you know what I'm saying, I do music and comedy. It ain't like I'm really taking this comedy serious, so I'm going to keep the name Foolish. 
So then, fast forward, I hit the road with Cookie Hall. She took me. She took me to Atlanta. She took me to Houston. Well, the first show when she took me to Atlanta, it was a comedians. Um, it was comedians awards, and they honored Hope Flood. And I'm just in shock. I'm, I done met Bruce Bruce, J. Anthony mm. Brown, Rodney Perry. And every time Cookie Hall tell, tell them, hey, this is my man Foolish, they instantly say, hey, man, you got to change your name. Damn. So everybody, everybody done told you these, now. These OGs that's telling me this, they was like, hey, man, you got to change your name. I'm like, why? They was like, it's another comedian named Foolish in Detroit. I'm like, I don't give a damn about this nigga, man. I don't care. <laughs> this is my name. And um, Rodney Perry was like, hey, man, what's your name? I was like... I was like, E.J. Rogers. He said, that's your comedy name. I'm nah. like. Sound bland, yeah, it sound bland, foolish. but hey, it yeah. sound bland, but I mean, you think about it, you a funny person, so. Yeah. So then he was like, um, he was like, nah, man, that's your comedian name. I was like, I said, all right. So then. <laughs> you still, um, you still won't buy it. <laughs> yeah. So then Bruce Bruce. I, I walk in the green room. Bruce Bruce sitting on, um, sitting on the chair. He was like, um, Cookie Hall, she introduced me. She was like, Bruce Bruce, this my man, Foolish. He was like, he said, man, I know a guy named Foolish laid up in the hospital right now. <laughs> and yeah, man, you got to change your name because that is it's his name. You don't want no conflict of interest with your name getting mixed up with him. And you know what I'm saying? It's just a bad thing. You got to change that, man. So then that's when I was like, damn. But my, my theory on it was the reason why I wanted to keep the name Foolish because it's like, if you look up my, if you type in the name F O O L I money sign H, all my stuff is gonna come up. Right. From my music and my comedy, I was trying to merge the two. And when I went to Detroit, I actually met the dude, and I told him straight up, I was like, "Hey man, I said it wasn't no, it wasn't that I was trying to take your name or that. No, matter of fact, I hit him on Instagram first. I was like, "Hey man, I ain't trying to take your name. You know what I'm saying? I just do music and I do comedy, so I was trying to keep both of them the same." He, he responded back. He was like, um, well, he said, I am who I am with my name and whatever, um, I'm going to be who I'm going to be and no name don't make me. Nobody can't take my name. I was like, damn, bro. I was just trying to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just trying yeah. to reach out. I'm letting you know. Maybe he's having a bad day. He wasn't feeling that day. I don't know what it was, man. But it was, a, I even reached out to the other dude named Dr. Foolish. I even told him the same shit. Like, Hey man, I'm just trying to merge my names together and be, just be one. So then um, I met him in Detroit. We talked or whatever. They they ruled up there, man. It's up north, yeah. It's not it's not they, no southern hospitality. Hey man, they ain't none. Snatch stuff out your hand. Look up, look you up and down like you just. Yeah, they, ain't, they ain't gonna speak at all. It's I'm like, like, hey, how you doing? They, that's probably that probably it's probably more disrespectful to say, hey, how you doing than. Hey, just, it, it must was I don't know But the best thing up there Was the casinos man like, <laughs> best thing But um, Back to what I was saying And then like I just got comfortable With the name EJ Rogers Because like The only reason why I, Like my name Is I ain't, I, I'm not trying to sound Like ignorant To say it But It sound white And I just want my people To embrace <laughs> me I want them to embrace me Like EJ You know what I'm saying I made yeah. my name cool I made the name EJ cool so that's why I didn't tell people my like my first name. My first name is Edward. If my whole name is Edward Eugene Rogers Jr. I can I couldn't see the Eugene in you, but I mean yeah. I can see it now. That's what I'm saying. So that's why it's <laughs> like it's like nah, man. I'm foolish, man. You know what I'm saying? I made a whole image on that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So 
um, throughout, well, when I say when, mm, I say like three or four years ago when I met my wife, that's when I changed my name to e, EJ. And you know what I'm saying? That's what it was just, you know, just real sauced up, real cool ass little, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask yeah, you man. like, what was it? Was it was it her that made you change your name or just? No, it was just, I just felt cool. Like, were you tired of being foolish or? Yeah, no, no. I'm saying like when I changed my name to EJ, um, no, I'm not in comedy, but I'm saying like, because everybody that know me personally, they call me Elwood. Ah, okay. So you they, my EJ now. Not yeah, I, I go by EJ fully now. Got like, you, got you. Like even my family members, like when I go around them and then when somebody do call me by my first name, I'd be forgetting. Like, <laughs> damn, damn, that is my name. So, it, it, like I tell them all the time, it humbled me. I kind of could see it now. Like, if, if if a guy named Edward make my girl laugh, then I'm probably gonna try to fight him too. So you that, that do make sense. So yeah, it definitely. was just, it was just. All, it's all coming full circle now. It's yeah, all coming full man, circle. It's now. just, I don't know, man. It's just always been that way. And then, like, even when I'm grown now, like I don't had situations like that, man. Like, hey, man, man. it happens, man. You know, you're yeah. a funny guy. Yeah, man. Um, but but, but so, uh, from the comedy, I do want to ask a few questions about it though. Mm-hmm. Um, in the because I, I know I know like the music business, the in, independent artist business, and how how that is. How was the comedy world like? How do you get on? Because you mentioned going to Houston, doing these meeting these meeting these comedians. Like, mm-hmm. tell me about that story. Like, how do you how do you get there? Um, like what's the grind like for that? Okay, I say this: in music, you got to have real deal money. You got to have the streets, honestly. If you want to make that, if you want to be that hood celebrity as far as like music, you can you can rap like Kendrick Lamar and you can rap like J. Cole, but at the same time, if the people don't feel you, they just don't feel you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, it's like I was trying so hard and trying different. Like even, even when I first started rapping, I started rapping about stuff that I wasn't doing, rapping about stuff that I ain't got. Like, I can honestly say that. Like, I was rapping about having Margellas. It just sounded good in the song. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you didn't, <laughs> <laughs> like, real talk, it just sounded good in the song. Talking about guns. I ain't never shot no gun. I don't own no gun. It was just like <laughs> having so many punchlines. It's like, yeah. I'm going to be the best rapper. Then next thing you know, when I started going around people that actually did that stuff, it was like, no, these niggas for real. See there? And then, so, I, I had to step back from myself. It's like, I had to be honest with myself. Like, no, nah, this ain't this ain't the route. And then, I like, I didn't say, I'm not saying that I stopped, stopped it, but my focus on music, I went to Atlanta. I did a showcase with A&E. And before I could perform or before I even know that I'm on the stage, me, my uncle, and my brother, we about to get into a fight with these Haitian dudes. Over because he thought my uncle stepped on his shoes when he didn't. Mm. Next thing you know, it's it's about it's it's some niggas standing above us. It's just a big crowd. And I was like, this ain't my type of crowd. <laughs> I, I even lied to my uncle. I said, hey, unk. I said, I ain't make the show. He was like, nah, man, you can you can you nah, man, you can perform, you can win. I was like, I ain't even make it. I was like, let's <laughs> go, just, let's go home. Yeah, let's go. Because I'm trying to get back. So. I say I I kept doing music, but I just put it down. Gotcha. So then um, when I started going with Cookie Hall and started meeting these people, it actually dawned on me that I can actually do this. So, but from so, so from that one um, encounter I had where you kind of pissed off pretty much, yeah. y'all um, just kind of got y'all kind of clicked from there. 
after that, I met, I seen her in the mall. I was like, I said, what's up, you? I said, you remember me? She was like, yeah, I remember you like that. So then, um, she was like, uh, I said, how how you be going in and out of town? She said, man, I, I travel here. I do this. I do that. I said, oh, okay, then. I said, well, she was like, well, get my number. And whenever you want to go out of town, just hit me up and let me know. So then, out of the blue, me and her just kept on, like, talking. And she was like, hey, you want to go to Atlanta with me? I was like, shoot, let's go. So then, that's how I went to the comedy convention. And then, I started seeing all these people. I seen Lunell. I seen just so many other people. And it was right. like, dang. I was like, this is the type of room I like to be in. It ain't nobody trying to fight you, shoot you, stab you, none of that. So, <laughs> I was like. Oh, I don't know. Now, they're trying to slap you, so you got to watch out. Man. So, um, next thing you know, it went to a bigger situation where she was like, hey, you want to go to Houston with me? I was like, in the beginning, I was scared because I ain't never flew on no plane. Like, I was like, yeah, I'll go. So, the next thing you know, I, we end up going to Houston. The next thing you know, we end up going to Detroit. And now we finna go to um, New York and Jersey, um, come 28. And, like, me being around her. Like she influenced me a lot as far as like taking it more serious, right? Or let alone me, 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 these people. It made me take it more serious. She from here? No, nah, she from Detroit. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, she from Detroit, and she ended up just moving down here because of so, um, private eye. So hold on, so so, so she from Detroit, mm-hmm. and she told you about the comedian in Detroit, and you just didn't take her for it. But then when everybody else told yeah, you about it, you was like, was you know like, what? I'm gonna tell my name EJ. Hard head she ain't saying anything about that. Like why? She, she said something. Oh, okay. Like she cut though. Like she she very honest, very blunt, and I feel like that's the reason why I met her. Like click because of how she come off to people. She come off as arrogant and come off as an asshole, but she got have the right intentions to make a good situation for right, you. Right. But if you rub her the wrong way, she gonna let you know right then and there. And that's why I feel like me and her click it because it's like I'm that same as that way. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Me and her just got a tight bond. You know what I mean? So um, me meeting these comedians and me talking to them, and like anytime I do get the chance, if she's not around, I talk to her, hey, what you think about this? What, what you, should I do this? Should I say this? And next thing you know, that's just when I start taking it more serious and seeing I can actually do this. So I know for like rap, rap, rapping or people that do music, mm-hmm. they kind of just keep making songs. They send their songs out to get feedback. How do you get feedback, not only from your peers, but just from um, people who receive comedy in a, in a comedic way? How do you perfect your craft? Um, I'm going to be 100. I haven't fully um, developed a full set yet because mm-hmm. what I do is like I go on stage and I freestyle something. It's it's their laugh, but it ain't really, it ain't really put together how a comedian do it, and that's what that's what I'm still learning now. Like, on like talking me and you one on one, I'm funny, but when I get on stage, it's like you been alright, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like they, it's like a bunch of people just staring at you and they just waiting. And then I'm still you get trying nervous? to build confidence. Is it, still, you be nervous? Like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> automatic because you can hear a pin drop when you're talking. And some, like, like I can honestly say, I don't like my voice. So, like, even right now, even when I'm talking to you, like, I'm I'm critiquing myself, man. You keep on saying, um, uh, you saying it happens, you yeah, get, it happens, it, yeah. And that's what, I, that's what I'm trying to get used to on the stage. Like, I know for a fact I'm funny. I know for a fact I can, I'm good behind the camera. But when you get on that stage, it's something totally different. You have to take that jump serious. So therefore, I'm looking at it as like when I did doing did my music. 
I kept going to the studio over and over and over and over and over and over to the point where I don't sound like I'm rapping. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm talking. But now I have to do that and put my full, my full undivided attention in this. I have to keep getting on stage, keep getting better and better, keep getting better and better. And that's what's gonna make me a dope comedian. You did so that's what my whole mindset it, on it is. Is it like levels to, to comedy as far as like could you mention like on a camera to so like um Somebody being uh, or skit comedy is probably mm-hmm. different from um, on stage stand up comedy yeah. versus um, scripted comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I say this: most stand up comedians who OGs they don't like the social media, but they do it so they can keep their stuff going. Mm-hmm. Skit comedy is different from stand up because of the fact you really have to you like behind camera you can easily act something out, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's funny." But you, when you're on that stage and them lights on you and them people standing at you and they waiting to hear something out your mouth and it ain't funny, you you it, it's every second count. Three <laughs> yeah. minutes, three minutes on stage seem like seem like ten minutes. Mm. Ten minutes on stage seem like twenty to me. Got you. But when you looking at somebody else, it's like oh, okay, they just up there. But when it's you, total different story. So you really have to put in your full effort in it. Have you gotten booed? I ain't got booed yet. I ain't got booed do, do, yet. Do you, do you expect it to come or like? But that's that's and see like I turn I not only turn I turn that into comedy. Like if they give me if I say something and they don't say nothing, they're like I'm like yeah stupid. And then <laughs> thing, you know they'll laugh. Yeah yeah. And then I'm like man y'all bro y'all being <laughs> stiff on me and that's what break because I I learned that from I learned that from um, Will Smith I learned that from Martin. And I learned that from the Wayne's brother. Mm. Like, um, it was an episode when Marlon had Marlon brother Sean, well, Sean homeboy had came down and he they was cracking jokes. He was like, Hey man, you remember this? He was like, Yeah, and they was busting out laughing. Then Marlon said, Hey, you remember I had went to the soda when I when I had went to the store and I got a uh, orange soda and y'all wanted great and you psh, they ain't great soda and he bust out laughing. So then I learned how to make <laughs> silence. I, funny, learned, I yeah. ended up learning how to make silence funny. So gotcha. if they get stiff on me, I'll be like, yeah, stupid. What, <laughs> what you gonna yeah. do when it don't work? What you gonna do if one day they, 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 they But that's what I'm saying. It never it <laughs> oh, never failed. Okay. It never failed. I do that, I done did that in every city, even in Detroit. I did it there. I did it in Houston. It's like it it's just something like that. So. If do you got a best show you did, like, and if mm. you got a best show, like why? Like, have you ever rocked the house? You felt like you came off that stage like I, I did that. Um, I say in um, Atlanta, the one I just did um, in Atlanta Comedy Theater. I felt like that because I know for a fact that's one city that's hard. They hard and strict because they pay attention to what you say. In Houston, like like I say this, most cities I go to their local spot and perform. So to me, it's kind of like Augusta. It's like okay. It's like I'm seeing older people in the crowd, right, I'm right, 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 younger people in the crowd. So it's like it give you that feel, but this the average local spot. But in Atlanta, you get you got real deal comedians coming through that spot. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle was just there. I'm um, about to say because some of the top high comedians they they'll go to to perform their work, yeah. before they go on stage, real stage or real yeah. tour. Yeah, Dave Chappelle was just there. Um, Tony Roberts go there. Like all the real OG comedians, they go to that spot. So therefore, it's like. 
when I did, I say the second night, the second night was better than the first night. And I felt like I was successful because the club owner had came to me. He was like, man, good job, boy. He dapped me up. And I was like, okay. I first night he didn't do that. Hey, no. The first time <laughs> I met him, um, he looked me up and down. Because, like, okay, so me and Cookie Ho, she got invited by Chris Spencer. Because her and Chris Spencer, they cool. So when we we went there, he was coming... Well, he was standing in the um, room, and we was trying to get our tickets. So as we go through there, as we went through the um, little ballroom thing or whatever, he doubt, he said, what's up, Cookie, like that. So then I said, man, this junk dope. I said, hey, man, um, how you perform here? And he, he I said, who you talk to to perform? He looked me up and down. He said, man, just hit me up on my IG. <laughs> like that. I'm like, all right. Hey, you got to pay your way, man. Yeah. I get it, but you, you know, you know. So you come around like you somebody, you know, like, yeah, hey, yo, yeah. how you do this? Like, who are you, bro? Yeah, so then he looked me up and down. So then this thing, no, we go outside. The, well, the girl told Cookie, hey, y'all can get y'all seats. She said, I ain't getting no seats. I'm a famous comedian like that. So then we go outside. And Chris Spencer, he ended up pulling up in the midst of us walking to the car. And he was like, what you about to go smoke? He said, you can go ahead and do that. She was like, no, nah, I'm finna come hug you. We go, this thing, no, she hug him. And then we go to the back where they... It, it ain't easy for you to come in. You got to let somebody to push the door mm-hmm. open. So as we walking in, it's a door to the right. And next thing you know, she hugged Chris. And then next thing you know, the door open. And then he, I hear, hey, Cookie, like that. So I'm like, so she was like, what's up? So she ended up talking to her. And I'm just standing at the doorway. You know how you ask somebody house, but you don't <laughs> want to really step in there. <laughs> so then I'm just standing at the door like this. So then she was like, like that. So then as I walk in, it's Chris Tucker. Mm. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm thinking I'm out here. I said, nigga, this dope as hell. I ain't wanna <laughs> add like no I ain't wanna add like no group in there. So yeah, yeah, I took this, a picture. Man, this man, the man stood up. He said, Hey man, Chris, man. I said, nigga, I know who you <laughs> is. Like that. So then this thing no. I'm out I'm outside. So then I'm I met another comedian. Now it's another comedian that's from that he went to Evans, Marlon, Marlon. I'm gonna say yes, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name Marlon. He 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 done ran into all the R and B groups. He done, you know what I'm saying? He been he been performing a lot in Atlanta. So I seen him and I was like, what's up, man? Next thing you know, I meet a dude named Mark uh, Ronnie Myers. So I said, hey man, I said, man, how you perform here? He said, all right, man, let me, he said, man, let me go take you to it. So then we walk out and we walk back through the other doors. And he's taking me to the dude with the damn attitude. <laughs> <laughs> so then this thing, you know, he walking to the dude. He was like, hey, man. He said, hey, man, um, I want to introduce you. He said, man, I want to ask you a question. He said, man, what the fuck you want to ask me? So yeah, I'm like, when up. you see somebody acting like that, you like, okay, nigga, you just going too damn far. <laughs> he said, no, nah, man, I can't ask you. He said, man, you can't ask me no motherfucking question. Look, man, stop fucking bothering me. Take your ass to the back. Like that. So he said, no, nah, man, I just want to introduce you to this comedian. He said, man, I ain't worried about that shit right now. You worry about the wrong damn thing. I ain't worried about that. But he pointing back at me, and I'm standing there. And I'm like, <laughs> like damn. So I'm mad. And I'm like, man, but, this nigga don't know me. But well, he probably did. But <laughs> he never so, look, so then he was like, come on, man. Come on. So Ronnie, he take me to the back. So the next thing I know, when I get back there to the back to where Cookie at, the damn door closed. She in there with uh, Chris Tucker. She talking to Chris Spencer. She in there with them. 
So then I'm texting her. I was like, hey, man, ask Chris. Like, ask him can I get a picture. Like that, right? So then this thing, you know, um, the dude running, I'm back to this story. I'm pissed off. I said, man, that's lame as hell, man. Why? I said, nigga, don't you know me? Like, be, be saying shit like that. He's like, look, man, I'm going to tell you now. He said, don't burn no bridges now. He said, but he get all the talent. He said, mm. don't burn no bridges, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just be cool. Like that. I said, all right. I said, man, I ain't going to say nothing. I said, but at the same time, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really know a nigga like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I guess that's just their lingo, how they act. So the next thing you know, Chris Tucker come out. We get the picture. Um... The dude, Rambo, he comes to the back. He see me standing in the room with Chris Tucker. He's walking back and forth. He said, hey, Chris, you good? You good, bro? And then Chris was like, yeah, I'm good. Like that. So I guess he, it was like that was the safe word. Like, okay, this he good. Yeah, he, just, yeah. he with her. But he was ready to throw my hands out. <laughs> real I just seen it as his, his demeanor. So we, um, this thing, you know, we... He, he stand right there. He was like, hey, man, where you from? I was like, I'm from Augusta. He was like, I got family in Augusta. He said, yeah, man, just get, just, if you want to perform, man, just get my number from him. And then he walk off. So then I just locked his number in. And then the dude, Ronnie Myers, he ended up giving me his number too. So um, I see Chris Tucker perform. George Wallace came in. How did he do? Man, he, he killed it. He killed the stage like, like it wasn't nothing. But like I said, that nigga tall as hell. <laughs> man, look, bro. Listen, he's telling jokes. He need to be getting a triple double. Captain LeBron, dog. <laughs> I wonder if, if if you seen Chris' performance because you said that this was one of your better performances going going there. So I wonder if you seeing that kind of boosted your confidence. It did. It made me. It made me feel like it wasn't reachable. Hmm. Seeing seeing a vet dude I've been on Friday, like growing up watching it. You know what I'm saying? Like, my grandma used to watch Rush Hour all the time. So, seeing that, it was like, I really got to put in some work to be to even perform here. Yeah. After Chris Tucker got off stage, George Wallace, Def Comedy Jam, OG, he come in. He come perform. Did it like it wasn't nothing. And then I'm seeing on the monitors how many acts they got. They got Tony Rock coming. Um, They got Corey Holcomb coming. They got just so many OG vets. Guy Torrey go be there mm. um, this weekend. They got it all on the projectors. I'm like, in the house, they they everybody in there laughing. So, next thing you know, um, I leave. So then I hit up Rambo. I said, hey, um, how can I perform? He said, I might got matter of fact, he was like, Man, I, I may got something for you coming up this weekend, so hit me up. Hold on, let me see. Let me see if I got what I text to him. I was like, what's that, Rumble? This comedian, EJ Rollins, what day or date I can come through? He said, you might be able to get some time this weekend. Mm. I was like, I'm there. I told my boss, I said, hey, I got to go. <laughs> it was Thursday. I said, I got to get off early and I got to go. I called my uncle. My uncle, he was going to spend the weekend in Atlanta anyway because it's twin girls on birthday. So he was like, yeah, you can go. I was like, that just worked out perfect for me. Yeah. Like, Meant to happen. Yeah. So next thing you know. The first night, I feel like I overdid it. The first night I performed, I feel like I overdid it. I wanted to have this, this look like I'm professional. I had my book with me. I had my <laughs> I had on the college shirt. Oh, you was Edward that night. You yeah. was being Edward for real. Yeah, and then you gotta go in there and be EJ, bro. You yeah, gotta be man. cool, calm, chill. And I was practicing. I was practicing my jokes, but everything that I wrote down, 
it just didn't come out. Like, like, <laughs> like it didn't come out at all. How just, often do you have, do you have that? Often, like where the joke just not coming out how you how you, how you envisioned it to come out. And if so, like, what do you what do you attribute that to? Um, soon as I, soon as my, soon as I touched <clears> the mic, the first time I'll be like, um, and then this thing, you know, my mouth just get to talking, and it's like, damn, I can't stop it now. I have to keep going because I'm not. I'm learning, like. I'm not saying I'm a I'm a goat at it or I'm just just this badass comedian, but I have the potential to be. Right. But me hearing that silence, it still fuck with me now. And oh, you got so you got to get that kind of out your mind. Yeah. I, it's easier said than done. I'm not saying you got to get it out. Yeah. I never been a comedian, but I, I, done, I assume. done did shows. I done did shows where I have done did a whole set. And I felt good about it. I have did that. But when it comes to these big spots mm-hmm. and these big areas, you don't know what's cringeworthy to... So there's nothing down here. They don't have nothing like in Augusta, like locally, where like you can just go perform weekly in a week, on a weekend, week-out basis? I can, and I do. But sometimes it's like, I ain't saying, I ain't saying I'm too good to do it. But sometimes I be feeling like if I stay in that, that's where I'm going to stay at. Well, I only ask that because I get I get that, but I feel like I feel like you also could look at it like once you master that, you can move yeah. up also. Like yeah. you can do the Atlanta shows, you can do all these shows here and there, but this could be like it's almost like a the person, playground. Yeah, like it's like playing basketball. Too. Like you might hoop at, at, at on Tobacco Road at the at the outside goal. Yeah, but yeah. that don't mean that's all you're gonna be. You might play. You might play for. You might play for a state championship one day. Who knows? But like that's where you practice at. Like yeah. you just go there to practice. You know. And my thing is, but when my thing is, like, for instance, like, Joe's Underground, it don't really be nobody in there. So, when Cookie Hall was was in front of three people, mm-hmm. that, that don't mean nothing to you? Like, it was three people, but she still did it, right? It, whether yeah. they're in it or not, you, you got to rock the crowd. You got to yeah. do what you got to do. And that's something that T. Rich, he get on to me about that all the time. He tell me all the time. He said, man, fool, he be like, EJ, man, I don't give a damn how many people in there. Nigga, go perform. Got to. And, like, that's what I'm just... Like like I said, I'm still learning. I only and I only bring that up because like I and like even when that video I, I did when I was highlighting you, I I, I felt like um and it could just be my opinion. I don't know just what I'm seeing lately from you know, but I feel like you one of the ones where it's like it's like I feel like you got it to yeah. to to go to that level. Yeah. Like just on every aspect, like you funny scripted. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. You funny when you do your own skits. I've seen that. Your TikToks is funny. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen your stand up yet, yeah. I, but. Me talking to you now, I'm hoping that we get some kind of some form of stand up. We got all yeah. these videographers in the city or something mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that's why I want you to go to a place like Joe Underground or a place uh, wherever you can go here where it's a yeah. small space. But you got all these videographers that can kind of put content out for you. Yeah, and, and they, they like, want to do it. And even with that, like I'm not how people would say like if the viewers they'd be like, man, you talking down on it. But I'm just I'm just honest with myself because I don't want nobody to think that I'm surpassed them. Yeah. Or I don't want them to think I think I'm the hot shit or I got the big head. I'm honest. Like I ain't to that level yet. Right. But I know my potential. I'm go. Yeah, but I said you got you got to ball for yourself, you saying. Yeah. So therefore it's like when you when you good at something, sometimes people be too arrogant. But you know, so I I look like this. Let's say remember remember they had the lockout? The, I don't know if you watch Apollo basketball now, but they had a lockout a while back when Kobe and them was alive. They were still in, in the league, right? Mm-hmm. So they went to the Drew League. You know, the, you ever heard of Drew League before? Uh-oh. It's a big league with like 
big NBA players play, but like it's mainly like regular players, but they're nice. Yeah. But like LeBron, Kobe, all of them went there. Yeah. But like they ain't gonna sit here and be like, I ain't playing this small ass gym. Like, no, yeah. you gotta go there. You, now you, you gotta, gotta show, go. yeah, but you gotta show them why why you why you why you the best, yeah. And that's and it's for anything. Like you ever see, even time you see, even when you see like professionals playing them other settings where like yeah. it, it's lower than professional level. Yeah, you gotta show them why you you. Yeah, regardless, and you know see, what I'm saying. That's, that's something I told my wife. Like I told her, I said, look, if I gotta go up there every weekend to perform, I gotta hit the stage each and every time. Because if I don't, if I don't, I just be just just be another famous local nigga. That's that's all I'd be. I can't, I can't, I can't assure it, but I, I just feel like I feel like I would bet money on if whether it was some local, I don't know if it's a yeah. Joe underground Joe, I don't know, but I don't know what the local scenes are here for comedy is or whatever. Yeah. You can make your own for all you care. Yeah. Like you can partner with a, a a bar. I think Icon got a stage or something like that. You yeah. can partner with them and do your yeah. own thing. I'm pretty sure they. That's a that's a good thing to look into yeah. too. By the way, I want I want money from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know check this out. But that, <laughs> that's another thing too, man. It's like you could perform around here and see. That's why. I like going to other cities because I'm not saying it ain't no possibility that you can make it from here, but at the same time, you don't have nobody here that's looking for talent. So, and and this is my only like my I guess uh, comeback to something like that is you. It's probably true, most mostly true. Yeah. But what happens is if if you if you can tailor your your, your style and stuff here, mm-hmm. when you do go out of town and you kill, yeah. they'll say, "Damn, where he from?" Yeah. So I I always make stuff basketball. Yeah. People from Augusta, they don't be know what Augusta is sometimes. They know the masters, whatever, cool. If I got this podcast more than masters, but that's neither here nor there. But you know, you got these these, these talented players from Augusta, but then they go to the other city and they ain't smacking even win by yeah. forty points or thirty points. Like, damn, where these niggas from? Yeah. Oh, they from Augusta. Yeah. But like it take it take sometimes like home, like getting your skills right home. Yeah. Going away, doing away games, killing it, and you bring the you bring that you bring the, the the attention back here. Yeah. Almost it's, like even with Cookie, like she's not from here, but she bring yeah. you around like where you where you find him at yeah you kill us your where you find him at like yeah she'll get the credit for it regardless but you know it's like that's kind of kind of how you how you should look at it but mm-hmm. i i definitely understand like going to Atlanta and wanting that big break i, I don't i'm not doubting that or nothing yeah. like that but i just looked at it in the sense of like i feel like i feel like you can it's a couple ways you can make it out too like also winning your hometown sometimes yeah. like you win it and they'll root for you and you never know word of mouth like that'll get you never know who know who yeah yeah I say this, man. Like, what you said in that video stuck out to me so much because it's like, when I would speak on it, when I was doing music, it's like, oh, this nigga just, he just think he the shit. He just think he, he, he think he better than everybody. But then it's like, when I done did so much stuff and people don't want to work with you or don't nobody want to connect with you, you're like, damn, bro. It's like, you seeing everybody else connecting, working with each mm-hmm. other, breaking bread and stuff like that, or you know what I'm saying? They getting paid for shows and here none. It's like I'm in, I'm in that, I'm in that lineup too. You know what I'm saying? My videos look just as good or nine times out of ten better. Yeah. I ain't just rapping about drugs and killing and all that. I really know how to rap. So therefore, it's like the same thing with comedy. It's like you got dudes here that do been doing comedy for years, but they ain't really trying to give you no. They ain't really trying to give you no shot. Well, or let alone they ain't trying to give give it to a point where you get some money too. And that's why that's why I like hanging with Cookie too, because she put it in a she put it in a way for me to make some money. Like, well she's not competing paid. with you either. That's the thing. Like Yeah, and see that's another She don't look at you a competition. A lot of people will. But what I tell you is this, in a city like this, you gotta kinda create your own lane. That's the yeah. only way. Like whether you do it your own way or just like 
you you kind of tailor somebody way and you kind of you know see see their mistakes and you just make different choices yeah. than what they would have made. But you gotta create your own lane. So because whatever you're doing, if you're good at it, it's going to be politics involved. Yeah, like that's like. Not not comparing us to, but like it's a lot of podcasts in the city. It's a lot of them, right? Yeah. I don't feel no way about nobody doing podcasts. Like yeah. nobody, nobody is. I don't care how good you are, how how bad you are at it. Like I'm gonna treat everybody the same because I'm creating my own lane. I don't yeah. care about none of that. The politics side of it, if you better than me or whatever, that's fine. If you if you're better than podcasting me, it's cool. With me, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna get better. Yeah. And I think with I can't speak for comedians. I know y'all gotta y'all kind of kind of link together and get money. And if you don't, if it's no unity, if it's no unity there, then it's kind of hard to 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 take that step forward, right? Yeah. But if you create your own lane, you you just like you know I'm gonna go my own pocket. I'm gonna just throw a comedy show every other week, this, that, and third. Mm-hmm. Now, like they force to either work with you, yeah, or, or they be lost in the sauce. That's on yeah. them. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, like I and I'm just this is my 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 opinion, mm-hmm. and I was very sincere in that video, and I did it. It's like I don't really see no other comedian like that's to, right now to me that's funnier than you. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's skit wise, mm-hmm. I can't speak on stand up stuff, but I just I would just assume because nobody else is I don't see anybody working with you, like you working. Yeah. You know they're not working as hard as you. Mm-hmm. I watch. I know who uh, Cedric. I know Marcus Hawkins. You know, they all funny. They funny yeah. people. They're not working as hard as you right now though. Yeah. To me. So I feel like you got one up on them on, on anybody in the city. Yeah. But um I do think it takes sometimes a person to sit back and take their self out of it and be like, I'm gonna do this and see if it's still you can still do your stuff in line. You can still yeah. you could do still do your own show, but you might want to create your own lane. Yeah. And, and that that'll be your way. That's why I started that's why I, and like sometimes it's like people don't catch on to to they don't catch on that quick. Right. Like when I started um doing the skit with as like trying to help people promote their business. I seen it. I like I like that. That that's what really did it for me. I was like, he knows something. Yeah. Like I felt like that that's you creating your own lane. Nobody else yeah. is doing that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And see like my my whole thing is it's like we always get this saying like don't nobody look out for Augusta and or don't nobody don't it ain't no love show. But the thing about it is it it gotta start with you. Mm-hmm. It gotta start with you in here. So therefore that's why I was like, well shoot, I been that I got this character well Let's let's go help somebody else. We we team up together. You you know what I'm saying? If you if you pay for it or whatever the situation is, I throw it on my my platform. I ain't saying I got a a, a million followers, but I got some type of following. Yeah, I got follow I get yeah. views. People be expecting me to upload a video every other week or every other day. So therefore, you know what I'm saying? Let's just see yeah. how this junk go. So that was just my whole perspective on trying to be an example that somebody else can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like help each let's help each other instead of oh well you ain't this and I've been doing this and all that junk up because I used to be that person honestly. Would you so would you say like and you said you used to be that person so yeah and I'm gonna come back to this question at the very end but mm-hmm. um what you mean like ego driven kind of like yeah. or ego more like oh y'all niggas ain't fucking me type shit like. Like I said, like sometimes they would be right about me being too arrogant, me being too confident, and popping shit too hard. Yeah, that that was me because I felt like no, well nobody don't want to work me. I'm on the radio. Like when I dropped my song "Dripping," that was on the radio for like three whole months. Didn't nobody know who it was. So, not to cut you off from there, but earlier I asked you a question. You answered it, but you kind of like ducked off answering it. So well, I'm, I'm gonna get to it. So I want to ask you like. When I come back to the love and love hip hop Augusta thing, mm-hmm. was it you? Was was it like was it an issue with you? Yeah, it was an issue with me. Okay, Everybody you ain't said it earlier. Cause I was, I was no, making no, sure. Like, you good? You've you been good? talking about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, he might he might have been the one showing up late and with the ego problems. So. But but that's the thing though. I wasn't. I was always there on time. I, on time because I was one of the creators. 
So therefore, it was more so. So you felt like you were better than some, the better than because you were one of the creators. Like you felt like you deserved more mm-hmm. time, or like I ain't, I ain't saying that. You said it was an issue. So I'm trying to figure out like, yo, okay, the it, the real issue was everybody felt like I was getting too much time on the show. Okay, real talk. Everybody felt like we had a we had a big meeting, and um, everybody pointed out well, you in this episode, he in this episode, well, this person could have did that episode, but like. My homeboy Scam stood up. He was like, look, man, every time that man get on the camera, he show out. He said, when y'all get on this camera, ain't, ain't too many people that get on there and show out. Oh, he, come he on. Do I don't know. You can't, you can't, you, I can't say that, though, no, man. No, listen. Real talk. <laughs> he said, other than Reese and and the loves. God bless. You know what I'm saying? God bless the dead. When Reese, she she showed up late. She did her thing. But every time she got on the camera, she was ready to play. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me. So, I look Same at it, thing. I look at it as it could have been a situation where because you and Reese, which I would say, and this yeah. in Augusta sense at the time, were more like uh, very social media funny and entertaining. People like watch yeah. y'all live, they liked y'all, yeah. or th- thought I think y'all did was funny. Yeah. And then now you have people who've been doing this for a minute that's mingled in. Like, yeah. look, why are they getting all the looks? Yeah, I know they funny on social media, but like but I'm me. The people who was bringing in the views though, because if you some of them people like for instance, right, most of the people that was on that show, most. No, really didn't nobody like on most of the posts that were shared. They was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And I ain't never seen this person before. But they knew who Reese was. Yeah, they they instantly like, "Oh, I know. Oh, that's Reese's show." Because in the beginning, people was just saying, "That's Reese's club show." How you feel about that? Um, I ain't feel no way because okay. I was I was cool with Reese. Like me and like I knew Reese since she was going to Murphy. Well, you went to every school, so I think you knew everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've, I've been knowing Reese for for years before they even happened. So therefore, when people was like, she she didn't say it was her show. She never said it. She mm-hmm. never labeled it. That. It was like y'all come watch the show. Y'all such and such. But she was. Uh, I want to. I, I guess we will use the time too to talk about it. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think nobody ever have. I just think that she was like super super talented, but she yeah. was naturally um, do stuff like that. She was like that all the time. She was, but she was naturally like. Uh, Attention grab, attention grab. Like mm-hmm. she can grab your attention, like yeah, like it ain't nothing. Like the first, some people, you know how people go live, and like mm-hmm. it takes them five minutes to kind of warm up to like yeah. Nah, first thirty seconds, she got your attention, yeah. And she knew how to do it too. From the first yeah. minute she go live, like mm-hmm. I always wanted to watch it, just didn't get a deal to go live and just get money that way because yeah. she could have did it. I would but see it, that's all based on her creating her own fan page. See, but like you know what? How creating her own lane too. Like I'm yeah, trying, you know, get you to do, but yeah. you know, you trying to yeah. go to Atlanta every week. I don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, man. But she um she she was a big part of that show, man. Nah, she was she was amazing. I, I thought that her lives was funny. Even when she wasn't trying to be funny, she was always funny. So you never yeah. know when to take her serious and not take yeah, her serious. You don't like, know what she gonna say out of her mouth. Yeah, so I But I that's one thing, that's another reason why me and Reese clicked too. Because she was she was cut though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She was really honest about any and everything. Didn't care who said it, said what it is funny now as you say that because you mentioned that um she she would come late sometimes and I think I was producing at the time, I was producing podcasts and somebody I know was trying to set help for a podcast and she didn't come. We was here sitting yeah. down. She, she never yeah. showed up. She yeah. answered the phone or nothing. Yeah. I got paid either way, so I didn't care. Yeah. But shout out to Reese for me getting paid and not doing the work. Yeah, but man. yeah, she ain't show up. Yeah, that's but funny. On my end, when it came to the show, everybody felt like I was. I was just like even with music, it was just the arrogance, the the attitude, the way I walk. It's like when I come in the room, it's like, oh, here this nigga go again. Like I don't know, man. I don't really say too much, but when I, when I, when I, when the camera turn on, I'm on. You probably, you probably just got you got a personality for the camera. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. So skits. Let's, I want I want to get into that skits. Why like. I, I, 
are you going to put out skits weekly? Like, what, what, what's your what, what's your rundown with how you putting out content now? Because um, I know you're doing the shows. You don't want to do shows in Augusta, so cool. No, nah, nah, man. Playing, nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. Nah, but, I ain't saying that. I was, I was going to get to a point, but sometimes, like, when I talk in the, con- in the conversation, I end up drifting off. And then yeah, you told a lot of stories too. on this podcast. Yeah, they're going to yeah. tell me, like, yeah, he, he, he they're going to tell me, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, he was going kind of hard in that story, right? I said, yeah, yeah he ain't finished it, though, but it's all good. Yeah. So, um, as far as my skits, in the beginning, I didn't like, I didn't like doing skits because it was like, dang, bro, why I got to keep on, oh, this funny. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I would do it periodically. And then when TikTok came out, that's when I just started taking them and just putting them on Facebook. Yeah. But then when I seen the views that I was getting on it, it was like, hold on. I might be on to something. So then I feel like TikTok is a crutch for most content creators because of you have something to go off of. Right. You can improv- you can improvise off the sound or you can just improvise off the um the caption that you put. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda somewhere of a crush. But when I start making my own, I don't get the amount of views that I'm supposed to get on my 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 own versus TikTok. Yeah. So I just mix it in. I start mixing it in. And then now anybody can do a TikTok and it go viral. Yeah, true. Just that just that one time. So sometimes it makes me um it makes me want to shy away from it, but at the same time, it's like I don't know if they go still mess with me if I keep on doing my doing my um if I just stick, strictly stick to comedy or let alone just stick to these videos. I feel like consistency is key. I think you should do all of them. That's yeah. just me personally, but yeah. I, I I don't I feel like you, cause you never know. You gotta like you gotta you gotta pick what you gonna like. Yeah, yeah TikTok might go viral. You know what I'm saying, but then. That might lead to something you do comedy driven going viral or your own yeah. thing going viral. Like, I think you should put all of them out, but just be consistent with whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like, continuously put TikToks out. Continuously put mm-hmm. your own content out. I thought that the the business the businesses skit you did was was great. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you go about doing that? Was it like your own? Like, did you bring your own camera, your own setup? Like, how did you even get? I I just recorded it off my own. It looked real good. That's crazy. Off my own. I I put it on cinematic mode, mm-hmm. and I have my brother Marcus Williams. Um. He'll um he'll like come record me or whatever, and then I just chop the video up. Okay, that's and dope. then I just get into character or whatever the situation is. Uncle Elsa, <laughs> <laughs> I like the characters too. Like how, how that character came about. Um, really, I was on TikTok and I was just sitting in the chair and I had my glasses on and I had my hat on a certain way and I just started doing the mouth and then I was like, um, this how old people look in their phones. And then I remember thing, that video, yeah. So the next thing, no, somebody. Had coming, it was like, man, it's funny. So then I ended up doing the sugar daddy one, and then I didn't have the I didn't have the gray effect then. So then I was like, maybe I can do something with this. So then I just started the character just started to evolve, and then I ended up getting this gray effect, and I put it in my hair. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I went to Walmart. Gray effect. I'm sorry, I must have lost it. Gray, gray effect. Gray, it's this. It's the stuff that you go to that. It's like um, women put it in their hair. It's mm-hmm. like dye or whatever. It's either dye or wax or grease or whatever. Okay, so that, that stuff in your beard right now ain't ain't really you. Mm-hmm. It's just no. This is me. This is me. Oh, okay. all this me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm lost. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so the gray effect, you can like it's like clay, and you can like rub it in, and it'll look gray all around here or whatever the situation is. And all yeah, you do, the, 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 I'm not. I'm sure I'm not trying to be funny, yeah. but your beard, like, like you, you make it that way, or is it? It's like that, it, man. It's just growing. Turn to like the side that. real quick. Like, no, the other way, the other way. You can't really see that, James. I, I feel like you got a little Al Green going on yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I had got this stuff called uh, not Rogaine, but it's it's called Tugan. It's like this phone stuff, and you like put in your beard. I did, like I even did the the dermal thing, like you roll it, and like it punched a hole. It's like a whole patch. This is missing. Let me see that side. That's that. Right now, yeah, it's like you just stop. Why, why yeah. is it? Why is it doing? Yeah, man, it don't, it don't, it don't go. It don't. Um, the other side is good. Let me see. Yeah, the other side be straight. No, it's not. Never mind. Okay, yeah. I, it's not. I got yeah. you. It's all good, but whatever. Hey, um, beard, the beard. I ain't got nothing, so I can't <laughs> yeah. speak. But but yeah, I was tired of the because my brother and them they got a beard and I don't have I don't I I didn't have one so mm. I was just getting the chin straps all the time so I was just like. I've been growing it since January, and this all I got. You get that ludicrous cut. It, yeah, like, that's what I was thinking about doing. Yeah, nobody, nobody, but nobody video, never know. I'm about to shoot. Like, or life, just for life in general. Yeah, like nobody, yeah. nobody never know. You know, <laughs> nobody ever know that you ain't got. Cause yeah. it's real patchy. It's not. It's not. Yeah, but it's funny. That's cool. But my uncle, he be. Um, it go with your hat though, so it's all yeah. good. <laughs> my uncle, what he'll do is just like this hairpin. Like this, this is the conversation I was telling Duval. Like it's it's this hairpin, and you like you like draw, and it look like it's full. Like when I'm looking straight, it look full. But it, when you look like deep inside, it's like it's just shaggy, man. Yeah. Man. Okay. <laughs> what, what's that thing you do when it's quiet? What's that? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Yeah, but um, all right. So I want to talk about the Duval thing real quick too uh-huh. because that was something that um, when I saw it, mm-hmm. I already had it in mind because I saw it, I've been seeing your work. Yeah, and I was like, I gotta find a way to try to um, either promote them or something. I just, I feel like people going hard. I want to push them if I can, or at least yeah. get them on, you know, on somebody else's eyes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, you post a video and you going live with Lil Duval. Like, how did that come yeah. about? Um, he was, I was at home. Okay, this, this what happened. I was at home. I was sitting there. Hey, let me, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't make the story. Don't make the story long. I, 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 I'm okay. long winded, man. Right, okay, right. long story short, my wife had when I. I was pissed off because she was <laughs> went out longer than what she was supposed to. Okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm just like, damn, where the hell is she at? So I see Lil Duval on his dog page because they they had this other one or the box had did some or whatever, and it took his page. So he was on live with a lady. I said, man, let me see. So he got out the live. So I hit go live. So then, as you know, when you see the circle winding up, you're like, oh, jump. So then I... I swipe the screen now, hit record. So next thing you know, I, he was like, he was like, what's up with it? I was talking to him. I was like, hey man, I'm a big fan. Got a such and such. So just what happened? I'm pissed off still. She walking in the door. Mm. She walking in the door. Tom is everything. I said, Duval. I said, man. I said, babe, look. She was like, who that is? I said, Duval. He was like, what's up? What it do? And then he he smiling. You know how you smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. So she said, oh, my God. I said, yeah. I said, she been out all damn day. You know what I'm saying? Just left me in the house with the kids. And then he started fussing at her. So then um, I go to the back because the kids all in the background. So I just set the phone up. He was like, well, what's up with your beard, man? He said, man, you got the T.I. shit going on. <laughs> so then I was showing him what I do with the ro- with the thing or whatever. So then that we end that live. And then that's when I posted the picture. Then the next, day, the, the next couple of days. I went back live with him, and everybody in the comments was like, "But how? Hey. Like, then you skipped something. The like, next day, like, did you just t- time it again, or like, how did you go live again?" I just kept watching his page. It's like, so he just, he just. Do you, do you think he knew that it was you again? Let me just add yeah, on he did. funny. He, Have he, y'all spoke? Yeah, he we we spoke um the second day. He was like, well, the, not the second day, but the next couple of days. He was like, "What up? What to do?" He's like, "Man," he said, "What you doing?" I said, "No, nah, I'm just out here working," but. 
that first video, everybody was like, man, you funny. He funny as I hell. I seen the comments, yeah. You need to um, hire him, some stuff like that. So then that story, the next time when I spoke to him, he was like, man, people telling me to hire you as my driver. I said, shit, nigga, I'll do it. It like that, he said, but I don't, I don't drive no more or whatever. So then, <laughs> after that. <laughs> I don't drive no more. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas so, drive every day. <laughs> yeah. He said, I don't drive no more. <laughs> but he said, because you know he got a plane or whatever. I don't, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he, he got, just funded me. Plane, he, got a, he got his pilot license. So oh. he was like. All so I you want to fly planes now? Yeah. He was like, he somebody else driving around or whatever. But everybody was like, I look like the real J-Ski son. His his homeboy is not oh, okay. Ski, but he got a gap. He got a bald head. He got a full beard or no? No, he just got that little joint. I was thinking about. I was really thinking about cutting it before I came. I said, "Damn." No, no, no. This is we need Patchy. We need yeah. you should name, you should have a stage named Patchy. Oh, you should yeah. do a character named Patchy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. Me, they was telling me I should take my um my character Elsa on stage. Yeah, you should. You should. You, you should. Maximize all of this that you're doing. Like yeah, you gotta yeah. create your own lane. Nobody else is doing this right now. So I want to keep throwing it out there to you. Yeah. Um, so you, you don't have no plans to work with him. Like you ain't try like to Ooh, get. Look, man, I've been trying. Look, anytime he ain't got no show, just go pull up to the show. I'm on um, the one in Atlanta. Hey, it's me, Patchy from Augusta. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to go to the one in Atlanta. I'm gonna try to go to the one in Augusta because they supposed to be coming back down here. Gotcha. And um, I'm going to try to go to them and try to link up with them or whatever the situation is. And, like, as far as my comedy go, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to really put my full potential in my stand-up. So, for a minute, I ain't, I ain't saying I'm going to sure about that? videos. Like, seriously. You got to do shows out here, man. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be a job every time. I'm going to tell you right now. Like, yeah. Life's going to happen. You got kids. How many kids you got? Seven. See that? What? what? Yeah. Yeah, that that was another thing that was funny. Yeah, you had yeah. seven kids. I thought the joke. You were serious. No. So all oh, your kids are like nieces, nephews. No, no. How did that happen? I know how it happened, um, but, but how it happened? Um. What what, what, what number did you want to stop at? I didn't. I didn't have no set number. You still don't have a set number, do you? Mm-mm. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, seven is wow. It's just so happy. when you started. Um, wow, when I was twenty one. Okay. I'm thirty one now. I'm thirty. Oh, okay. We the same age. Yeah, you no, know, am I? Am I? I'm, yeah, I'm thirty one. I'm thirty one. Yeah, but my, my first baby mama, we had some complications. My second baby mama, we had complications. But we ended up reuniting, and just so happened I was dealing with her, and then I ended up getting with this my wife now. So we, bro, just, what? You yeah, got man, a lot of headaches just, going on. But you just, got seven kids. Like they yeah. all they, they all different ages, right? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. no, I got two that was born in the same year. Oh, you were rough, man. Yeah, I had. What year was this? Oh, I don't remember. I'll say it was six <laughs> years ago. Six years ago, <laughs> my wife was pregnant and my other baby mama was pregnant. So 2016 wasn't really wasn't really a good year for you. That's I don't rough. know, man. I don't know. I was just dibbling and dabbling, Jack. Apparently, like, yeah, dibbling and dabbling here, dibbling dabbling there. And next thing you know, the number just kept getting higher and higher. Yeah, like, seven is wild. You need you need to write some content for how you had seven kids. That might yeah, be funny. I, do. I got. Then that's what I'm saying. It's like I got so much. Like even when I get off stage. I have so much content that I done wrote, but at the same time, like that, like I said, go back to T. Rich. I'm always trying to freestyle my shit. I always like, man, I can do that. Cause like when you, when I'm before I get on stage, I'm confident. I know exactly what I'm gonna say. This then third, but as soon as that mic touch my hand, and I hear, uh, when you hear that, when you hear, and everybody paying attention, it's like, oh shit, 
this for real. Make me laugh, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you, and you got, it's like, like I told my uh, uncle them, it's like when I get on stage and I see all these older people, I be ready to say dick shit, pussy ass. I be ready to say it. <laughs> I don't know. But when I'm looking into the camera and looking, I be looking into these older people's faces. Yeah. This a disrespect. I, yeah, I'm like, disrespect. man, this, this is my granny, dog. I can't, hey, I, ain't, I can't say this you want You want to take credit, um, not credit, but you want to take a book out of my, a past mighty book, Corey, um, Corey Hogan. Uh-huh. I watched Kevin Hart years ago when he came down this, the first time, the very first time he came down. Um, I think it was Laugh My Pain or one before that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The real, real, real funny one. And Corey Hogan had to go right before Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. It was it was Sunday. It was mad old people, church people in there. Mm-hmm. He was talking about abortion, how he loving and all of that. Yeah. Didn't care. Yeah. I could tell the crowd was like, whoa, ain't laughing. People still laugh though. Yeah. But they was trying not to laugh. And see, that's he did not I care. Get over because like I'm a very respect. I, I he probably is very, too. I but when he on comedy, you know. And but now I like when I'm on stage, I have to have that I don't give a fuck type of mentality, honestly. Booking. People people can book you? Yeah. Um, I got booked off off that. Somebody hit me up and they booked me for off, it, man. Off, that's what. Off that's the little Duval thing. Hmm. Off the little Duval live. Uh. Uh-uh. After that video you made, somebody had hit me up and booked me for a show. Um, out of Savannah River River Rapids. Oh, you you, 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 you June my cash out. Yeah. You need my cash out. He just said he just gave me all the credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, my first show. What up, he just gonna skip to over do? that whole thing. Nah, we, man, I ain't trying to. That's, that, that's funny, man. I see how you get down. Nah, nah but man. um, I'll ask that because I don't know what your booking fee is. Like, we talk about it afterwards. I don't talk about it on camera because you might charge my else some somewhere yeah, else, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what if somebody booked you and it was only three people in the crowd? What you gonna do? Like I three people there. I was about to do it then, like for the money, like you know what I'm saying. But it's like that's what made me my first check in comedy. It made me realize you got to do this shit. Can you do comedy sitting down? Like, could you do a stand up sitting down like that? Um, comedy is. I mean, could, sitting down and yeah. sitting there, sitting like, down you, doing comedy. Yeah. It's like you. It's like you comfortable in this shit. It's like nigga, I've been doing this shit. Y'all gonna respect me? Yeah. I heard it's a form of disrespect. So you got to. You know what I'm saying? It's, you, it's to sit down is a form of disrespect. Like Bill Cosby. It's, it's just like saying you Bill Cosby if you sit down in the chair. Hmm. That's all right. It is. All right. Stand up. Yeah. Alright. It's just keeping the people, keeping the people. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting three people. I'm just gonna I'm gonna book you. I got I can pay some money. Okay. Um I'm gonna hit them people up see how much they charge you. ain't gonna double charge me. I yeah, you might try to charge home team extra. Hey, I ain't I ain't my my number ain't too high. It ain't too high. But like I said, like my my work ethic as far as like my stories and mm-hmm. like and that's my brother just got on me about it. He said, nigga, you got hella stories. You got so much shit you can talk about, bro. You just be Going up there just freestyling like you just done did this shit already, so it's it's get, it's gonna get more serious, more yeah. serious. So okay, yeah, man. I'm dead ass. I'm thinking about it though. I don't know yeah. where I'm gonna do that, but yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to do it because I, I just feel like I don't know. I, I feel like you can you can work a three three three, three person. Yeah. You probably think you can't. Probably seem yeah. challenging, but yeah. I ain't gonna have no assholes up here. You know, no, what I'm no, you good. You're don't good, laugh man. at them. Don't yeah. laugh. Now you gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. Oh, I just, I just want, I, I want, I want to push it. I want, I want you to, I want you to win. And I think that, um, like you, you got, you got it. Like you got whatever, it, whatever it is to have it. You have it. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, I guess, get over that hump. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is to do. I couldn't tell you what it is because nobody knows. Nobody got all the answers. I, I, I feel like I know what it is. It's like, um, it's not a land. I supposed to been, I supposed to been, I supposed to been in the spotlight. I supposed to been there. That's, already. that's, that's the just, ego talking there. 
No, no, no. It's just it's just me being honest. Like I done had so many even with music, I've had opportunities. But me being me, you know what I'm saying? Not living right or not doing what I'm supposed to do, or not following in like you said, ego, pride. It's just so much stuff that held me back from it. It's like what's the difference now? It it would have ruined me if I would have got there. But what's the difference from you then and you now? Um, waking up, taking every like every moment, taking in every moment and seeing like what's really going on. Cause you know how you can be living. Like I did that a lot as far as like in the midst of me making kids, moving so fast to the point where you're not realizing definitely, definitely. what age you is. And you're 25 mm-hmm. now. Now I'm 31 years old. You look old, up and you're 31. Yeah. You're like, hold on. So now as far as with this comedy, it's like I have every move that I make now, being that eyes are on me, every move that I make now count. From where I talk, the way I act, what I post, what I say, how I treat somebody, everything is going to count. Because nine times out of ten, you they can expect me to be great, or they're going to expect me to fail. That's dope. That's dope. We definitely got to get you more stats, though. 31, yeah. 7 kids. We got to add more to it. Yeah, you, you can't end it yeah, 7 yeah. kids. That's just like, whoa, yeah. what you, you know, yeah. funny, you know what yeah. I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Got bullied. We just throw a little, yeah, little sympathy yeah, in there. You know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, mix up some man. gumbo. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm just honest, man. I ain't finna, I ain't finna lie, man. What, what, what's next for you though? Um, this, just um, keeping my face out there, staying relevant, throwing videos out there here every now and again. If it, if it go like you said in that video, if it go viral, it go viral. If it don't, it don't. And like anytime I get the chance, I always try to get on Tokyo Vanity page because that's where. I say that's where a lot of my followers came from. Mm-hmm. As for and like, I check my fan base on Instagram. Sixty three percent are women. The rest is men. That's still a good percentage though. Yeah, some, some it people is it's eighty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like um, I always try to find a way to be different or try to be broad because you got so many comedians now. You have so many internet comedians to the point where some people get overlooked. They mm-hmm. may have good material, they may have a good video, but that jump may get overlooked. And then yeah. this thing you know, you got somebody you got another comedian that done copied this video and he getting all the credit for it. So therefore that's why when I put out my videos, I always do something off the wall. Got that you. way nobody never thought of this, nobody ain't never did it. If it's a song, I done you know what I'm saying, did something totally different. So that's why that's just what I like to do as far yeah. as like how my comedy go. Because I ain't never copied, I ain't never copied nobody. I ain't never took nobody's words, said it, reflipped it, no none of that. And like that's how I want to do my comedy. Because you have com- comedians, they do stuff a certain type of way. Right. You're right. And you have someone that done copy and they have this thing where they steal jokes from each other and they done check the one another. I done seen and heard stories. Actually, um episode on Bernie Mac show when mm-hmm. Chris Rock stole his joke. That's a real thing, I guess, too. So Yeah, and see that's why that's why I'm I'm paying attention to what I say and what I do. That's why I'm gonna only talk about the stories that I got. I think the main thing I'm taking from everything we talked about today too, and not to say music is it wasn't there, but I think with music, musically, mm-hmm. for for a while when you were doing it, even mm-hmm. though you felt like you was great, yeah, it wasn't authentic. It wasn't yeah. really who you were, I guess. Mm-hmm. Comedy is like you probably just really being yourself. Yeah. Or, you, or you even if it's even if it's a character, you know it's not you, so it still feel authentic because like I know y'all know that's not me, but yeah. I'm trying to be funny. So yeah. 
And I think that's why it's working for you too. It's, it's just more authentic, more organic, yeah. and you're just naturally funny. So yeah, I appreciate it, man. I really do, man. Um, before we go out, before we got, I want to um, definitely. I can't not talk about it because you mentioned it a few times, and I, I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned being married. Mm-hmm. Um, how 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 was the support from um, your spouse, oh, your wife, um, help you with your comedy and just um, mm-hmm. your confidence? I say it's it's overwhelming to her at times because sometimes I push it too far. Sometimes, like, I can honestly say I push it too far. I say stuff out the way. I Sometimes it comes off as dis- disrespectful. <laughs> Got you. Okay, I see You know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah, like your content. Yeah, my content is very disrespectful. And But I always talk to her before I post something. Or I say this, I say that. And, like, she support me. But it's just the fact of seeing all these other women. You know Got what you. I'm saying? So sometimes it's like, you know how women are. Like, it's like. It's territorial, but at the same time, she, like, she have to, I always give her this analogy. These, these hoes, they going to be here. Regardless of if I'm broke or if I'm having a whole bunch of money. But you are better than them. You have to be confident. You have to show them there's no fear. Mm-hmm. You have to keep your, your spot. Right, right. You get what I'm saying? So it ain't that I'm saying I'm going to cheat on her or I, you know what I'm saying, this potentially there. But at the same time, I want you to, like, be here with me. Stand tall with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't be insecure. You you beautiful. You did. Nah, definitely. I the the, the I asked that too because I know when I did post a video, mm-hmm. she shared like like thirty times. Yeah. Like I seen a lot of shit in there. It was all her. Like every hour yeah. she was like, My baby, my baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was just yeah. crazy. I was like, oh, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. Man. I thought that was cool. Yeah, she she like but the, even with my music, I used to like block her out a lot. And like I ain't I really didn't accept her, you know what I'm saying, supporting me at the time because I always. But now that you do, look at you flourishing. You know yeah, what I'm man. yeah. That's kind of what I was. That's kind of what I was just getting at when I said that. Just like yeah. more so. I know you said like you you you're in a different mindset now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You moving different now, yeah. and I didn't know if like it was had anything to do with. Sometimes when you when you join, you become one with somebody. Like it helped you a lot too because with, that, that person keeping you on your family. Like I'm looking at my kids, and it's like I have to set something for them. Yeah. Like, because seven is a big number. Tell me about it. So I feel sorry for when, you sometimes. When I'm looking at them, it's like, okay, if I got on Jordans, everybody else is expecting them to have on Jordans. It's an image thing, and there's something as black people that, you know what I'm saying, that's something we grew up on. Yeah. My daddy got Jordans, I got to have on Jordans too. So, therefore, I want to so be you able to buy seven of those right there? No, I didn't. I didn't. Well, matter of fact, I did, but mm, when I bought uh, them, they ended up getting messed up. Got messed up, huh? Man, look. I, but I'm, I'm just saying, I know Jordan is a small thing, but I'm just saying, I want to be able to make sure that all of them straight individually, me being able to provide for them and my wife. No, nah, definitely. I understand. You did? I, so, but I want for you, like, in, 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 all, in all seriousness, though, like, I do want it to be where I want you to be able to go full throttle with comedy if you can. Mm-hmm. That's why I want people in the city support. I want people to throw things. I want you to be able to get booked here, whether it's Atlanta. I don't care where it's at. I just want mm-hmm. you to get booked yeah. and consistently so that you can take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes when you're working, you really can't focus on your art because mm-hmm. I, like, I know me, for me, I have bad days at work sometimes. So, mm-hmm. like, luckily, I can kind of make the make it go with it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, even today, like, I feel like, like damn, should I cancel? Because I don't know if I had a really good day. I ain't going to be able mm-hmm. to do the pop. But, like... You go, you know, you relax. And I feel like with comedy, I don't know if it's the same because you yeah. might have yeah. a bad day on Friday. Say you got a show Friday night. How are you supposed to really rock that show yeah. when you had a effed up day at work or, but you know that's what I'm saying? Where, that's, where, that's where it come in and it's like how bad you want it. Yeah, definitely. So therefore, it's like even if I don't want to 
get on the stage, even if I don't want to do a video, I gotta do it. Right. Right. Because if I if I if I allow one day to slip by and I not say nothing and I post nothing, that's why some days like when I don't post a funny video, I post like a picture or something and I say something. It's like you you, you gotta, I gotta post something. If they yeah. checking for you every day, you gotta have some kind of content. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So it just I don't know, man. Just keep grinding. Hey man, that's what's up, man. Look, man. Um, tell people they can find you at how they can book you. You know, um, Instagram, my all your socials. It's comedian EJ Rogers at gmail.com. Um, follow me. I mainly I need I got like six thousand nine hundred and probably about seventy five followers. That's a that's a that's IG. a very direct number. I don't know if that's yeah. true. You said probably so. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. I know your numbers is kind of hard. Yeah, I just mainly want followers on my Instagram because if I get more followers on my Instagram. Like right now, I got let me see six thousand nine hundred seventy three. I just oh, got another follower. Okay, okay, yeah, I just gotcha. I just need mainly that, and that's what'll help me. It'll give that look. Got you. That I have followers. So therefore, if I get if I can get booked for a TV show, if I can get put on a TV show, get on a series, something. I'm trying to do it all. I'm hey, if y'all listening, podcast Underground Joe, man, go ahead and book him. Yeah. Nah, for real. we got nine seconds though. Just give your shot for it. Yeah, man. But man, just follow me. I'm everywhere. Yeah, Comedian EJ Rogers. All right, man. One Master Podcast. We out. Right. My bad for being long winded, bro. <laughs> <laughs>